Greetings and welcome everyone. It's Eugen Geek Movie Cast. Um, shit. Episode <laughs> 300, 345, actually, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. I had the wrong number yes. on the document, and then I was like, I caught it as we were doing this. So, uh, episode 345. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinside. What's up? And Tony Korkanakis. <laughs> Yo. You should have said what's up as well. No. (laughs) Welcome, listeners and viewers. This is not a plug for dogfish beer, but this is a good one. Um, In the can, too. Interesting. Yeah, drinking it in the can. No glassware. No glassware needed right now. Um, Anyway, so welcome to 345. Uh, We have lots of movie news to get to. We've got gaming news coming up after. We also have a spoiler cast to record tonight. So we are going to hit the news hard. Uh, but first, let's go to the box office and talk about how Alien Covenant was number one, $36.2 million. Corey, did you check it out yet? I didn't get to, man. It's hard. It's hard to Good. get out well, the, film, the movies. Let's, let's see what we can come up with uh, this weekend. It's an extended weekend, did, right? Um, one of my coworkers saw it and said it was blah. Uh, and I was like, blah. I, I'm not, from what I'm hearing, I just don't like what I'm hearing. And it's, this is like everything I wanted, too, I thought, but... You know, Ridley Scott's coming back. He's actually alien, yeah. not freaking like, Prometheus. Yeah, yeah. But I guess there's a lot of ties to Prometheus in this, which kind of muddy mm-hmm. it down. That's what I yeah. hear. Well, Michael Fassbender pretty much plays the same character from what I can see. So I, I hate him in Prometheus, though. Yeah, no, I, same here. But the premise of Prometheus was the ridiculous part. Like, how they got in that situation was the ridiculous part. So yeah, I don't know. And apparently, there's a movie in the works that takes place between Prometheus and Covenant. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, I don't know if we're gonna get another Alien movie for a little while though, because they canceled the other thing, the Alien Five official name. They canceled that, didn't they? I don't know. Well, that's what I mean. I think that they're working on Awakening. I think is what the uh, Hmm. sequel to Prometheus, prequel to. Yeah. Yeah. We're not gonna get. I mean, we're not gonna get a. I'm not going to get a future movie from the alien, in the um, Alien universe. After Resurrection? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is number two at 34.7, finally dethroned. I, I thought it would stick on this on this week. I really am shocked that it lost to Aliens. Just barely. Just barely, but I was I still didn't think Alien was going to do as well as it did, actually. I thought I'm shocked. So... Um, Everything, everything at three, snatched at four, and King Arthur, the dismal legend oh. of the soul, <laughs> at five. Um, whoever thought that was a good good idea, <laughs> hope you're having a drink right now. Bad timing. I mean, I just don't think anybody yeah. really cared about that that era, that time period. Uh, yeah. So. Well, I mean, if it was good, maybe, but it, this has been, like, universally crapped on by any critic or person who has seen it, yeah. so... It doesn't help. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, well, whatever. That's your box office. Opening this week is Pirates, which is not getting good reviews. Big shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Versus Baywatch. Anyway. Oh, versus Baywatch. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, which is getting worse reviews, I believe. Which is getting worse which reviews, but it'll be interesting. To see. Yeah, Dwayne it's got Mark The Rock. In it. Yeah. So you guys, you guys think Baywatch could beat Pirates? No. No, I I, no. there's no it's way. It's rated R. Baywatch is an R-rated movie, and it's it's mm-hmm. also very bad. So Pirates still has the the, the kid draw. Yep. Uh, that'll make it's still up. a Pirates movie. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, my gonna, question is, is it going to hit 100? I don't even think it's going to hit 100. Nope. No way. No way. Um, mm. You can, like, that's like a gym guarantee, not a chance. 100? I, I mean, 100. eventually, yes, it'll it make 100. 100. No, opening, opening weekend? Yeah, no way. No way. I'd, I'd be willing to bet on this. I, I'd throw a bet out for this weekend. Uh, I'm not saying I want to throw off a bet. But. All right, all right. <laughs> I, guess I think we should do the... Uh, the uh, it is enticing. But the the board thing, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that. we got we to come up with points and how that works, because there's got to be different we'll points. We'll have to take certain... that offline, guys. We'll come, we'll come back. We'll think about that. Yeah, we're, we're, everybody, we're going to revise our betting system to make it kind of like a fantasy betting league. Uh, <laughs> so we'll keep a tally... And it'll end at a certain point. We'll talk about this after, but we'll get it worked out and tell you all about it. So look forward to that soon. Let's get into the movie news. There's a lot of it. We're going to kick off with the lead story of the week, which is a tragic story. Um, Zack Snyder uh, is actually off of Justice League, and that's not the tragic part. Um, the tragic part is the the reason he's leaving is is like it makes you feel horrible because you like you know that people read this news and were like. That's fantastic, awesome, and then they read the article, and you're like, "Oh God, that sucks!" Like, he had it was his daughter committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. back in March. Jeez. Back in March. So I was wondering why they brought Joss in, but yeah, that's about talked why about he, a few months ago. Yeah, that so, was why I mean, they seems, brought him in. Yeah, it's, the timing was right and everything. It just they, they tried to keep it under wraps, and and understandably, I mean, it's a personal thing. You don't necessarily need to advertise that or. You know, promote it or anything you just want to kind of take care of it yourself and deal with it within your family and and as a parent like just the thought of having to yeah, gotta be you know, bury your children is just God it's, it's gotta be guy I, I can't even like i i can't even comprehend so i just yeah. sympathize for him uh you know it's horrible horrible thing and um it was, like it was weird i mean not that this doesn't really have anything to do with it. i was at a wedding the other day and one of the bridesmaids had a tattoo of the uh, semicolon on her arm, and that's oh, yeah. that's for suicide awareness. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's interesting that she had that. And then like the day, the next, not even oh, I think it was next... like that night that Mike posted that. I was like, whoa, that's weird timing. Mm. Yeah. Um. So Joss is taking mm-hmm. over, guys. Impacts. What do you think? Well, well we heard we heard there was extensive reshoots going on. This might that's be part of the reason why. Uh, I mean, you talk about this every time. Reshoots happen. (laughs) I know, but he's in charge of them because there's no one else there. No reshoots have been confirmed for Justice League yet. Where did you hear that? I was reading it today. They have not actually said they're doing reshoots yet for that movie. Uh, Even though I've heard it is a jarbled mess. Uh, I think what they're doing is doing cuts right now to set up for what they need to reshoot, so they will reshoot. Um, But... uh, I don't know what kind of. It's going to be ninety-five percent. He's going to have Snyder's movie. Yeah, he's going to have very minimal impact on this film, but I do think going forward, uh, it's going to. Uh, you know, and this oh. is horrible to say. This is the bigger uh, question, though. Going forward, a better. It's, it's going to be a better universe with. I think enticing actors included. Ben Affleck has been like out there, not committing to be, to Batman recently, but when you have um, like an executive producer of Joss Whedon coming on. I think that helps for him. I, I think it does. Do you no, know, he's, he's got a pedigree, Tony. I mean, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ben Affleck cares? I think he does. Do you think, I think Ben Affleck cares at this point? I think, I think Ben does. Affleck cares more about the Benjamins than he does about no. Joss Whedon. I, I, I think he does care. I think he was really worried about this universe and not going to support <clears> the character. I think that um, 
does this actually mean like he's taking over on this movie? But is, does this mean we're giving the reins to him for the universe now? We, we, we reported back a few episodes about him taking uh, coming in as a producer on well, the series. We knew that he would do Batgirl. Yeah, but and that's all we knew. But really, we're talking about him being hands more hands on in DC. They already said that. So that was prior to this news. Well, I mean, if, when Zack Snyder's stepping back, he was the leading force behind a lot of these movies. He had his name and his hands on everything. So I know, but with him not there, who's going to take the reins? I mean, that's why that's bring why Josh Whedon. It was mostly done, though, at this point, what he was well, no, scheduled to I understand to do. that, but still, you're going to have Josh Whedon's hands on Aquaman now, which is going to start filming soon. You're going to have Josh Whedon's hands on Josh, you know, anything that Josh. comes out after. <laughs> two S's, two S's, Corey. Josh, Josh, Josh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it um, I said Josh, but it just sounds different. I mean, it sounds like an osh. It sounds like an osh. <laughs> Not Josh. Well, a... Josh. <laughs> anyway, um, cool. well, we'll see what he can do. He's lost himself a bit of goodwill from people lately, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, people weren't too thrilled with Ultron. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't his best work. And, you know, there's you see things pop up here and there. And people we'll see dissect we... some of his older work and be like, Hey, Dollhouse actually was terrible. Or yeah. no, I mean, yeah. he's been. I mean, he, you're right. He has not been. He's not like the Midas touch. You know what I mean? But it it, it it does help a universe that I mean, none of us here can say is is strong. No, we yeah, he still he still has a better reputation. So yeah. we'll see what he can we'll do. Um, hopefully, now, this doesn't mean that being said, all the characters roll, die. <laughs> yeah, let's let's roll this. Yeah. Let's roll this into uh, the, the the next bit of news about Wonder Woman, which is coming out soon and getting uh, early reviews, um, which previews. are very positive. Pre- previews. Well, not reviews. Not, not the, the reviews drop Friday. Official reviews drop Friday for it, so we will know. But the early uh, impressions from the reviewers, not giving anything away spoiler-wise, they said they loved it. The ones I've read. Uh, no. so, I mean, yeah. I've read people love Fantastic Four. So. No way. There's no way. <laughs> uh, that's what previews are, man. People, people family is of the actors. But um, regardless, I'm, I'm sure these reviews will get the benefit of the doubt for this movie anyway. Um, um, I don't know. I think that, like you said, there everybody. There's here. a lot of people just wanting this movie to be good. Doesn't matter, Mike. I mean, they I want every movie to be good. No, no. There's a lot happen. of people who didn't want that to be good. Just because you want something doesn't mean you get it. <laughs> it Mike. does once when you're a critic and you think, "Hmm, oh, I like this, this is now. This is like so. Before they're overly harsh and they're just going to go at it negatively. Now suddenly, a DC movie, they're going to be overly not critical about it. They're going to just let things slide. You pick a side, Mike. Choose a I side. Don't, there's a reason. My own conspiracy. You're gonna make me say the reason. <laughs> own You're gonna make me say the I reason. I know what your reasoning is, and I think it's yeah. ridiculous. But go ahead. It's not. it's not because a lot of people want the first female superhero movie to be well received. People have a lot riding on that, so they're going but to give it the benefit of the doubt. It's not the. That's first, all I'm saying. You know, superhero movie. What? What's the previous one? Supergirl. From Stop 1987. I think that was like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you just do that one. Uh, why did you bring up? Oh, that's such a bad memory. Uh, I had to watch that. Don't forget. And that was a that was a double because it was a female and you know a minority. And, yeah. You know, nobody gave that pass. Well, the in this movie is very high though. Um, I don't know. I'm I, I'm, I, I'm, I I said shockingly high because we I'll see check this, it out. 
We see this Fandango. I, I do want to see. I mean, I have been a supporter of the DC Universe much more than you guys have been, and I I yeah. feel like this is going to be a decent film. It could be good, but I mean, I, I don't know. We don't know yet. I don't know either. In the theaters, I I will go see this in the theaters. I would see this if you guys see this. I'll see it together. I was not, I, I was not a supporter of Slipknot. I was like, that guy needs to die. <laughs> I was going to let that Barb. I mean, come on. And I still <laughs> think of the band every time you mention that, because I don't remember the character at all. <laughs> and, all right. Exactly. Did you guys hear about the crossover in the Netflix universe from uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? And what? And Orange is the New Black. Oh, nice. Like it's in the okay. same. They, they they made them in the same universe, so they actually have an episode in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt where uh, <laughs> shit, Kimmy shit. yeah, where her friend uh, goes to jail, and it's it's the jail from Orange Is the New Black, and there's people, there's actresses from that in the in the show, and it's like a, an official like tie-in now. Mm. Uh, it's pretty impressive because it's Netflix. They had, they own all the, they have it all. You know, might as well do it. All are one, more connected. Hashtag it's all connected, and it's not Marvel. Yeah. Is that leading you into some other darker territory, Jim? No. Okay. Uh, it's a good segue. You, you, you could have mm. done it. But I don't want to go into that, though. That's only <laughs> we have time. It's only we have time. Anyway, so this poll says that actually for summer movies after Memorial Day and before Labor Day, Wonder Woman is ranked from 10,000 Fandango users number one ahead of Spider-Man Homecoming as most anticipated. It's, now it's, that's coming out sooner. That's There's no, yeah, I mean, it's just that it's newer, Mike. It's coming out like next week, so uh, well, it's, it's, possibly. But still, it, I, considering that there, there is no chance Wonder Woman beats Spider-Man opening weekend, no, no chance. I'm not saying it will, but I'm saying it might get closer to 100 million opening than the 60 something they're thinking it might. That's all I'm saying. I agree with that. It's probably. I think I think they really lowballed their uh, predictions, maybe on purpose to make success where maybe there isn't, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So it just seems more successful. But I, I kind of expect this to be around 100 million now, just because of this. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but uh, I don't see. I don't know. I don't know. It really I'm depends very, on the first impressions that people skeptical. come out with, and like yeah. if social media can really like push this thing. I'm very skeptical about that. All right, moving on. Quick bit of news here about Resident Evil. If you just saw the latest uh, movie, it was the final in the series for Milia Jovovich and um, Paul W S Anderson, uh, and now they're rebooting it already. So look for a re- Resident Evil Which, movie. Um, yeah. I Anyone don't really care, care about this anymore? But then, like, I heard who's like involved with it. And I think that's pretty neat. Which is James Wan, who did yeah. some of the other horror stuff that's been much better recently. And I think that if they go towards that direction, it might actually be interesting. But as far as like, hey, let's do Resident Evil again, uh, like, like, like weird timing. I, I am, um, I like I said, I like the first movie to watch during the Halloween um, time, the Halloween season, the first movie, uh, and that's about it in that series. So if they can kind of uh, bring it back and cut out Millie. Jo- I thought I never really liked Millie Jovovich's character except for the first movie, uh, and I thought she got ridiculous after that. So, like, I'm okay with the reboot here. Like, I'm good with this. I and and I think the franchise. I think this does translate to movies. So, um, I think it can be done. Is what I'm saying. So, you know, this this video game can translate into a movie, unlike what's coming up next in the news. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. But mentioning that now, we have the second bit of video game to movie news uh talking about 
Uncharted, the Uncharted movie, which has been forever in the making, has now cast their Nathan Drake, and it is Tom Holland. Spider-Man. Sony Spider-Man. Sony Spider-Man. The Marvel Sony Spider-Man. Yeah, Homecoming. I think they've that, all been um, Sony Spider-Man. <laughs> I know, that's what I was like, Mar- I meant to say Marvel. <laughs> Marvel <laughs> Sony Spider-Man. The, uh, the thing is, Tom Holland's a young kid. Nathan Drake from the video games is not. Uh, unless you know... Do the back... <laughs> the flashbacks, yeah. Right, there are flashbacks. So, this is definitely going to be an interesting take on the characters, considering uh, what we know. Which I think is good to go, like... Uh, Pardon the pun, uncharted territory, but uh, we'll see. I mean, this—I don't even know this is going to be. We had David Russell and Marky Mark uh, attached to this at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I forget all about that. We reported that in like four years ago in the podcast. Yeah, so. this this doesn't need to happen anymore. Like, we don't need video game movies anymore. They haven't worked well, no. yet, and uh, they we already because... know enough. Like video games are legitimate enough of a medium to exist on their own. They don't need a video, a That's, movie version to bring it to everyone else. I kind of agree with you on that. And I think we've had this conversation about this movie. And originally, I was excited to see something like this in the movies. But ultimately, like we've played it already. Like the cinematic uh, aspect of the game is the movie. Um, yeah. And or, and, and it'll undoubtedly be better than anything a two-hour like, movie will produce. But I mean, like you can say the same thing about a book. You can be oh. the same argument about a book. Except the book is less interaction. No, yeah, but it's the same kind of story idea. Like, it's it, it never, the movie is never going to be as grand as the book. It can't be. Yeah, and like a TV show would be more than the movie. Same thing, but I just, I don't see the need for this, especially in a cinematic game. And I also, and I really don't see the need to have an origin story, <laughs> which is what I this is going to be. It depends. I mean, it always going to depend i guess but like with with games especially like you've been saying jim and they are very somatic these days and the stories they're telling are, are great yeah. you, like horizon was fantastic like that story unfolded like like perfectly uh and i wish we did a spoiler cast on that but maybe when uh tony finishes it uh that there's a fantastic story and I, I don't necessarily need to see that in a film uh but there are games that could could do well on film that maybe just don't translate well you know to the video game right. format, then they have some pretty neat stories to tell. So I, I think that it could work. I just don't think the people that have been involved in these these uh, films have been the right people for that. So I think I think you're people... right. I think the aspect that they're looking at, like the way that they've been doing this stuff, has been wrong. And I think that's hopefully. I mean, you hope this every time that they've learned that lesson. And yeah. they it took a that's... long time for comic books to catch on. Like people just that's couldn't make another, comic book that's movies. Another point. But, but and, and Corey, you brought up my exact point. They're not doing it to compete with themselves. They're doing it to extend the franchises because we can see the Marvel movies, especially post Avengers, like went like that, and then comic sales followed that, and now their merchandise. Like the merchandise is what they really care about. With like comic sales, like dropping the bucket. Did you Who guys the fuck see cares? the Boys? amount? Did you guys see that the amount uh, of of the, the Star Wars increased merchandise sales yeah. last year by yeah. itself? By yeah. itself. It's like 2.4% yeah, of all of merchandise by itself. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's it's what I'm saying. Fine. That's what they care about. Well, and the thing well, is, when, you're, you're, when you're... Marvel and Fox, you don't get any of that shit. Right. But <laughs> when you're talking about why they're doing it, they're doing it for the 
intellectual property. They're trying to boost it. They're trying to extend. It's exactly why Nintendo started doing mobile gaming. Like, yeah, they're not going to do like a full fledged Zelda or, or you know traditional Mario again, but they're doing those things just so people get hooked and they're like, oh, I can go and buy other Mario stuff or more Zelda stuff. Same yeah, thing. I don't know if it's going to work out for Uncharted, but you know, we'll see. I, I, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And the other thing I realize here is they went young because if you have old Nathan Drake, he is pretty much Indiana Jones. So they yeah, have to. You can build a true. franchise. You with can this build character. into it. You can build into it. Yeah. Uh, and it even lets you do- it even lets you reca- mm-hmm. recast if it doesn't work out for him. You can always recast as an older Nathan Drake. All right, you just jump. Do it. You can always cast. Uh, you can always cast Tom Hardy. You can He's always cast, cast like, uh, an older Poison Ivy. Why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about this? Because we didn't mention it last week that Tom uh, Hardy was now playing Venom, did we? Who cares? No, who I, cares? I, I like I like the link name here too. The URL: Tom Hardy Bad Ideas. Uh, I chose that article on purpose. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I did that on purpose because I, I think Tom this Hardy... whole thing is a bad idea. Yeah, so. it's Venom without Spider-Man. Kind... It's weird. I wonder what kind of accent he'll have. Something we can't understand. I'm sure. Talking we through. We are Venom. For you. The people. <laughs> you know what? It's it's still better than Eric Foreman, though. Hmm. Yeah, his spidey senses are tingling. If you know what he means. Um, so God, that movie was so bad. All right, uh, Shield. Pulled that quote out. All right. Yeah, is that amazing or what? <laughs> um, every time I see his picture with the Venom costume on online, that's the only quote I think of with him. That's it. <laughs> Because uh, that's like the first thing he says when he takes the mask off of his face is he says that. Shield season five, Shield season four just happening. ended. Shield season five is happening what? because of what? how strong we already four. talked about this. But season five will be go- starting later than we th- than we all already we, you know ready. Talk, yeah, January of next year, and it's going to be a continuous twenty two episode run with no breaks, no mid season break on this one. Now. Yeah. Here's the problem with this, because I think they just found their formula for this show. And now we can get into what we've been up to, because we've seen the finale of S.H.I.E.L.D. Have we all seen it? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, and, I think, and I think what worked with this season, it was, it was able to rebound on its bad ratings because of arc three. And it's because they're shooting it in, in like little arcs. And if they still do that, that's fine. But taking a break when they do between the arcs actually works. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like a quick pause, and you can relax and well, get back curious, to it. Well, Tony kind of binged watch this, so... Okay, mm-hmm. that's a good point. That's a good point. So I'm curious so, what he has to say about that. So you, you watched the finale. We all watched the finale, but Tony, you watched the arc, the whole... I mean, the whole thing before that, too, well, pretty much, right? Yeah, I've been watched the... I guess the second half... Uh, the sh- Like, I picked up with uh, the first episode being a... The first episode after Ghost Rider um, so the LMD disappears. Stuff. For a bit. Yeah, so it's yeah, the, the LMD, LMD stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. If they choose this format where it's like, you know, uh, arcs or segments eight rather than just here, one eight se- episodes there, right? Exactly. I think that would work out a lot better because they can write to the strengths and weaknesses of certain characters and not have to worry about you know, I guess shoehorning them in. Well, not uh, to mention throughout- that you're not you're not also gambling on 22 episodes of a story that may not work. You can re right. you can retool. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Exactly. Like if if it's week or you know the thing is you know i always say like you always want to end something when you're wanting more so like when ghost rider you know left at the end of the first part of the scene it's like oh man like i really wanted to see ghost rider again and then as soon as we start getting into the lmd stuff i'm like man i really want more lmd stuff now and it's just like 
you know, it's what? crazy how fast, like, we complained about, you know, season one being so slow, but comparatively, like, season three, they just blew through things in any other, I don't know, I guess, show, and I don't mean to compare, draw direct comparisons to CW, but if this were, like, Arrow, the LMD thing would have lasted, like, two and a half seasons, like, would have dragged things out way too much, because, like, literally, they're just like, here's LMDs, oh, look, they give you one episode where you're, like, suspicious of certain people, and at the end, they're like, oh, yep, these are the LMDs. It's like, oh, shit, like, okay. And, and like, and Love Triangles would last for three years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, they do, uh, I mean, that's the difference between Marvel and DC's TV shows right now. Uh, what triangles were there? I'm sorry. There's just two people who can't figure anything out, which is even dumber. But th- th- I'm just saying, like, <laughs> in Marvel, there's a triangle. That's their love interest kind of thing, Tony. Uh, I'm, uh, sorry, Jesus Christ. Wow, Mark. we're not even the same it's race. That one doesn't work. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, it, it's, it's, it's the same idea. It's the their show, version though? of it. No, but, I mean, I, I'm using it as the example of the love triangle in that they could have stretched on for two seasons, and unlike right. Arrow... Ward and Lincoln would have been around for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They take care of that shit quick. Ah, uh, fucking Lincoln. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think... So, watching it, though, you know, watching L&D and then Hydra back-to-back... Back, those those could have been the same thing, really. Like, the, I could see those continuous. Maybe more than the first third. Listen, there's, there is a continuous arc. I mean, there is, sort of. And it all ties um, back together from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, it ties back together with one thing. It's a book. Well, I yeah, mean, a it's book. a book, literally. A book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's perfect. Um, it is. You're right. It's perfect. So, like, I, I mean, I loved. I actually loved the Hydra stuff. I know, Mike, you didn't like that aspect of it. I didn't like the premise, but by the end of it, I was more into that than the again, first, they, they did the it first third of the season. Timing wise, was like what Tony was hitting on, like. They nailed the timing because as soon as you were like, all right, like maybe this could get start getting old, they, it ended. And then you moved on to the next thing. You're like, oh, wait, I wanted a little bit, just a little bit more, but now we're moving on to something else. And same thing here. I was like, oh, man, could have yep. used a little bit more ward in this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I still could have used a little more ward, I think, actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it bring sort it up. of disappeared. I know. I'm going to bring up the next saying. part. We <laughs> should bring up the next part of this, though, guys. Um, talking about Ada now. And how she's like, in my opinion, like a very, a very successful Marvel villain, without a doubt, for the for the mm-hmm. cinematic universe entirely. And it's yeah. a woman. So are we very looking very much forward to Ragnarok now, knowing that they just? Na- I mean, I think they really got Jesus it. Christ! <laughs> how do you connect those two? Okay, Marvel. <laughs> we have watched Marvel movies. Yeah, sure. Okay. We have watched They're... Marvel movies right now with all these villains and, and and TV shows with villains. And I thought the entire time they've had a villain problem, but. They just, like, nailed the way that Ada works, and, and I think that, like, I don't know, I think it, they, they did a great job writing for a female villain. So I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm very com- more confident now, actually, in Thor. I don't know if necessarily say thing. it's because it's a female. Uh, I, I think I, it's just I, I don't know, because just of how the story do. unfolded and the way that things went down. I think that's more, like, what helped with the villain aspect. Not necessarily because it was female, but just the story and how it unfolded. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would venture to say that how Ada was was actually how I wish they implemented Ultron. Yeah, I mean, she because our full and need yeah. more time. I need right. more time. Right. Well, I mean, we we had a 22 yeah. episode yeah. season to to build it cuz she started out as like, you know, just basically a tool and then she developed and grew as an individual and then you know, went psychotic 
Oh, yeah. And, uh, what murder? But, like, the thing is, like, it was never just, like, Terminator, like, I'm going to kill everybody. Like, she was still cool, calm, and collected and calculated about everything. It was honestly really scary because it's like, what is she up to now? I don't know, you know? Um, And then, like, with those powers, like, where is she going to pop into next? It's really interesting (laughs) how, like, she had these, like, protocols in place to protect people at the same time she's trying to, like, get around them to, like, for her own purposes, which was pretty neat, too. I thought that was a great uh, contrast, you know, with um, the doctor, I forget his name. He was um, a standout. Yeah, uh, oh, forgot his name too. You knocked like, his name out of our head. I really like his character. I like I like his character, and like so I was kind of bummed. So I looked him up just to see if there were plans going forward. But we'll see. I mean, no, we'll I don't. Say, he's he's pretty. I dumb. don't know. There's no nobody. He, he was like also an interesting character. Like his ending too. His ending was oh, sure. Good. Yeah, that was that was a good ending. But I, I I liked his character because just the way things ended with last season, you're like, oh god, this guy's a total douchebag. And yeah. come on this season, you're no, like, he, okay. He did, yeah. No, he, yeah. I, he's, he's, um, I wouldn't say LMD, but his, uh, what is that thing called? The database, the, um, framework, the uh, framework, the framework, yes. framework version was like his ultimate version. Like that was like where he shined as a character, really. Yeah. And, and not that he didn't have moments before, but I think uh, going into that, you're right, Tony. He was kind of like, this guy's a douche. Uh, yeah. but he had some moments well, before that. Was, uh, there's, there's I the definite, um, uh, <laughs> didn't help. Yeah, I, I, well, I wouldn't describe him as a full-blown villain. It's just he was he was taking out what he believed in most. Um, and from a character perspective, I could totally respect that because, you know, he's just doing what he thinks is right and best for everybody, which, unfortunately, is shoving them into a virtual and, and like world. And before, like, it's what Ultron was. Like, Ultron was built to help people and to be right. that thing to, you know, to, you know, advance mankind. Uh, and then it just spirals mm-hmm. into what it turns into and like with a movie it just goes too fast there's no time to build that character no time to understand why all of a sudden it just like freaks out like here we mm-hmm. got that and uh that's what is you know so strong for ada as a character and her arc and then obviously yeah. when she gets dumped <laughs> that that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh that was good she's doing all stuff expecting yeah. like to oh, be the one <laughs> oh man and the look I, even the look on his face was like Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I fucked up. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, make me nervous. Oh, you know, props to say, that dude. That guy killed it, man. Like, I yeah. tried to like he... dance around that when we were talking about the episodes, but I was like, oh, this guy is like killing it in the he... framework, man. That guy has Literally. had that whole this whole like that whole section for him. Even coming back, the power, like the, the the impact of his like that actor did a fantastic job. Like when he was like breaking down, crying at what he did. Like by himself, and they're walking past, and then uh, Simmons kind of stops and walks in with him there in the boot in the thing. I was like, "This is really like emo." Like I was like feeling a little bit. I was like, "This is really emotional." I'm sorry, who are we talking about? Uh, Fitz. Oh yeah, his Fitz? break. Oh, he got yeah. crying in that thing. Like he yeah. was Fitz after has been she. Fantastic. This, I have to say, he's been great the entire run of yeah. Shield. Because like yeah. even um you know when Ward does this you know backstabbing and stuff and like they he tries to kill Gemma and him like that's that scene was he was fabulous in that and yeah. him having yeah. the issues in the next season with you know the memory the damage the, the brain PTSD damage. And, yeah and then um, a... you know coming in here it's, it's been it's been great and like yeah when you, the feels really are there with him and Simmons and the, they, they do a great job together now, he's by far been the most consistently interesting character on the show for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely um, 
I'm a little actually at this point I'm a little disappointed in Colson. He's just sort of there. He doesn't Yeah, he's he's too much blue collar goody two shoes right now. It's kind of boring part to play, but he does good well, yeah, I mean, at it. The the thing is with Colson, I I really feel we explored his the mystery of his character arc almost too quickly in season one, like with the Tahiti mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um it yeah, actually they don't, yeah. they don't like to linger on things. That we yeah, just right, right. Yeah. But I, I think it would have been... lingering on his new relationship a little bit now. I, I <laughs> thought it would have been a bit more interesting to see him warped a bit more in the framework. Yeah. Not okay. to maybe, like, full-blown May, but, you know, who mm-hmm. knows. But, anyway, I, I just want to say really quick, the actress for Ada, I don't know what her name was, I think she did a really great job through the season, because from our introduction to her, it's kind of like, okay, just... Some really hot chick who just needs to be robotic, which isn't that hard acting. But throughout the season, as she grew and developed at, as a character, a, as a robot... Like you said, and she did a better be, job than Ultron. Way better job than yeah. Ultron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's their Ultron. It was their... Yeah, she was their emoting, like, like you were saying, like the robotic aspect to the more human emotions was fantastic. The slight changes here and there, uh, you could tell uh, she did a great job there. I did want to mention, though, like it was cool to see, like because she chose Fitz because of how... You know, on hands-on he was with her, and like during this season, like building her and recreating or taking her head and stuff. Like there was like hints there that she definitely had an attachment, which was kind of cool mm-hmm. to see play out. But uh, right. yeah, I mean, like I said, plenty of times, it's been the. I think this has been the best Shield has been uh, yeah, since, in a long time since since, 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 the Civil, since Winter uh, Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah, yeah Winter yeah. Soldier. All right, uh, Tony, what else have you been watching? Um, my I started My Hero Academia. Nice. Uh, it's a slow four. beginning, but it takes it is, off. Yeah, it is slow, but uh, I'm enjoying it because it, it's interesting because it's still in that shonen, which is uh, mm-hmm. I guess like young boy action genre. So there's definitely some tropes, but I think at the same time they like play on those tropes where you expect one thing and they do something else. Um, so it's been pretty clever. I'm interested in watching the rest of it throughout the week now that Shield is you know done yeah. for this. Yeah. Um, but that is it for me. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna move on to back to back to 100, uh, which Corey is not in. It's in dire straits for ratings yeah. right now. I looked at him there. <laughs> that this is gonna be it, which Next sucks. Season? But they yeah, it, so. still, you know what's though? It's it's fine for me because like as we talked, the show is great, and I'd rather them end it on their own terms and get a good story and finish mm-hmm. it because I don't want them to drag it too long. So uh, yeah. you know, that's I'm watching that now because Shield's done, so I'm catching up with that um, and. Master Chef for me, and that's it. Um, I'm blitzing, nice. yeah, I'm blitzing through last the the, the season here. Uh, so yeah, it's good. I, I I love watching that show. It's just yeah, I like to watch them in a string though. So yeah, yeah. Corey, what yeah. what are you watching? Uh, other than Shield, same thing. My Hero, um, Hack on Titan, and Person of Interest. Um, oh, cool. But nah, nothing really new. I I mean, yeah, we'll have to yeah. hopefully get to see Alien soon, but. Yeah, no, no yeah, movies that. really to talk about. All right, Mike. I watched Shield like we all have, um, but we also saw the penultimate se- uh, episodes of each season for Flash and Arrow. Flash is still compelling for cheap tricks, like you know, cheaply you know what they're trying to do, but you're like, all right, I guess this is kind of dramatic. I want to see what happens, so that's where I'm at with Flash. Arrow looks like it was ramping up almost as if this was a serious finale. It's not, but they've really, like, they're doing some full circle stuff. And, I'm trying uh, to read 
I, I saw a screenshot of Deathstroke, so I was trying to read if what's his name is back, but because he said I'm not coming back. He, I, I saw him. <laughs> he's, he, he's in the show. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Yes, he is. Manu, what's his name? Uh, Bennett, 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 maybe. Yeah. Bennett. Yep. The the end of the. I I'm not. You guys allegedly don't care anymore. So so he spoiled. So he trolled us for anybody who does care. Spoiler so he us all on Twitter when he said, "I will not come back to that show ever." Yeah, to the second to last episode for Arrow, it ends with truck of money backing up. Sorry, go ahead. It it ends with Oliver going to his cell because he's recruiting him because pretty much everyone else gets captured by the the season's big bad, and he's got Merlin and Nessa already recruited, and he's getting slayed, and they're going to go fight. Uh, he's on Suicide Squad. I guess. He's just grabbing some people. So, I mean, like, and they're going back to Lian Yu, because that's where they got taken. So, well, it's kind of... So. Yeah, well, apparently he's an, he's an Argus now, because they've made that label. I guess that makes sense, because he's going to die there, but whatever. I'm going to overlook that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're gearing up for, like, a, this big end of thing, and obviously this will be the end of the direct flashbacks as, as well, which have been good with... Uh, even Drago in there, <laughs> too. This season, unless this finale is really bad like last year, this season is way better than last season. Way better. Oh, sorry probably, for the uh, Silent Hill sounds, guys. Probably better than season three, too. But uh, so, that's it. <laughs> did you guys see that um, Stephen Amell is going to be on uh, American Ninja Warrior? Celebrity edition? I yeah, watched it, yeah. Celebrity edition, yeah. I, saw I know what I didn't like about that. So I watched that, too. Uh, Ninja Warrior, like last season, I got blitzed through all that stuff too, and uh, I got psyched to hear that because I want to see what he can do with the salmon ladder because that's all over that show. So yeah. I'm like, he does that shit all the time, and then like they give him on they give him an obstacle course though that's like lighter because they're celebrities, and I'm like, come on, just make him person like, with them weird. every time like they do something. Yeah, like see damn Ninja Warrior. Is he, is he uh, still as fit as he was in season one of Arrow? Because he was shirtless yeah. all the time, and oh, yeah, uh, it just seemed he's, like he's, pretty, okay, no, he's actually more curious. fit. He's more fit than he really? was. Yeah, yeah. Really? Wow, yeah. that's impressive. Good for him. Just like, I'd like to know what he could do on that course. And they're yeah. going to give him a lighter course is what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I like that guy. I think he's really cool. So He's a nice guy, either way. I mean, the yeah. show is not great, but he's a nice guy. And yeah. like, I'm going to actually go, I'm going to that comic uh, Heroes and Villains in, in Sakasana. Uh, not Sakasana, I'm sorry. Sakakas. Sakakas. Uh, in September. <laughs> I get to, I'm, so I'm going to meet him, actually. He's going to be there. So uh, he always walks around, and it's great, so. All right, anything else, Mike? We're good? That's it. All right, that's going to wrap up this 345th episode of the MovieCast. Tune into the GamesCast coming up next, listeners and viewers. Thanks for listening to this. Write us podcast at likeandgeek.net. Follow us on Twitter at likeandgeek. Like us on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And listen to the spoiler cast coming up for Guardians. And, uh, yeah, tune in. Thanks. <laughs>